My name is Sanaa Wek. It is April 27th, 2021. And the following podcast will be about yet another great movie I've seen. Today's movie is The Invisible Man. Released February 24th, 2020. Starring Elizabeth Moth and Oliver Jackson Cone. The storyline of the movie is as follows. After staging his own suicide, a crazed scientist used his power to become invisible to stalk and terrorize his ex-girlfriend. When the police refuse to believe her story, she decides to take the matters into her own hands and fight back. Alright, let's get into it. starts off she's asleep fake sleep it's about 3 a.m she's essentially trying to escape her boyfriend she drugged him she put these pills in his water knocked him out cold she already had everything packed up and ready she just needed to get out he's a scientist and has a lot of expensive equipment in his lab so there are cameras everywhere she has to cut them off. The sound effects, the camera movements make everything really dramatic and suspenseful. I believe her getaway driver was her sister or a really close friend of hers. Mind you, by now, she's escaped. There was this ginormous wall she had to jump over. And where they lived, it was like a very secluded area where the house was no neighbors or witnesses, none of that, for miles. Who knows how long it takes to get to other people. She gets picked up. It was like in the middle of the woods. They're about to pull off. Then he wakes up, he reaches her, and tries to grab her from the car, breaks the window, trying to get her. Fast forward, they were able to get away. She's at a friend's house, this guy. And he has a daughter. Not much backstory on them. There are just two people she's staying with. She has been with them for only a couple days. And then turns out the one who picked her up, her sister, she shows up and gives her the news that he's dead. Remember in the blurb of the movie, he, you know, fakes his death. Okay. Now, she begins to vent to her friend and sister about how controlling he was from her facial expressions and her body language. I don't really think she believed he was dead either. Like, I don't think she knew he'd make himself invisible and stalk her, of course, but now that I have covered the beginning i just want to highlight and explain major scenes of the movie like the the crazy suspenseful moments cue the creepy music time for a commercial break okay now we are back quick recap 
She's been told her crazy ex-boyfriend has killed himself, quote-unquote, right after she escaped from his controlling and abusive ways. Okay, so now the first scary scene was when she was in the kitchen cooking breakfast. She leaves out really quick to get her friend's daughter, the people she's staying with, up and ready for school. The eggs and bacon are on. She walks away. Next thing you know, the burner gets turned up and a knife is dropped on the floor. Spoiler alert, he stages and fakes his death and has been doing little things to get her attention and make her feel like she's going crazy. Next scene is in the house alone. So she thinks when he's around, she feels like this presence, but he's invisible, so she can't see. She goes outside, it's cold out, really cold, to the point where you know you can see your breath. He was standing right next to her. And you saw his breath first, then you saw hers. So that's how you knew. <laughs> so creepy. The next scene, she catches on. And now she realizes he's in the house and is alive. She's in her, her little office space and she begins talking to him. I guess she felt his presence, but you know, with the camera visuals and like looking from an audience's perspective, it still looks like no one's there. Fast forward, she decides to call his phone and it rings. She figures out it's coming from the attic. She goes into the attic and discovers so many things. One, he was hiding in that attic. His phone and keys are up there. Two, he had a floor plan out of that house. Three, she found a knife in a plastic, a knife she used days ago, but it went missing. And four, he took pictures of her sleeping. They were in his phone and somehow sent them simultaneously as she looks through that said phone she found. She's up in that attic scared and at this point I've got chills I don't like surprises so I begin to cover my eyes so nothing jumps out she crept out to the entrance of the attic you know with attics you go out the same way you come in I think she sensed that he might have been back there she peeked out and then she threw paint and then boom there he was with this odd suit thing covered in paint. You were able to see someone's footsteps with the paint. Now I want to move toward the ending. The middle is kind of tit for tat situation. They're going back and forth day after day trying to kill each other. He keeps tormenting her. She keeps trying to escape him, blah, blah, blah. But that ending, I can't even put it to words. So let's jump right into it. So a little more background info. By now in the movie, the friend she's staying with and his daughter, they believe her that the ex-boyfriend isn't dead and that he's in the house harassing everyone. She's had enough, so she takes matters into her own hands. 
She goes to meet him. I never said what his name was. His name is Adrian. But it's a setup, essentially. She gets all dressed up, point-toe pumps, black dress, a bland of black coat. They have dinner already ready for them. Um, there's cameras set up in the house. He's nervous to talk to her. He's obviously crazy. He begins to, I guess, in his way, apologize to her for what he's done. She feeds into it. She tells him what, what he wants to hear, of course. An ultimatum. She lied to me to seem like she was pregnant and if he wanted to be a part of the quote-unquote child's life, in return, he had to admit everything. The harassing and the wearing the suit and making him invisible, she starts crying. <laughs> this girl deserves an Oscar. Seriously, for the act she put on and he believed her. She goes off to clean herself up. Now this is when it gets real. She doesn't come back for a while. Next thing you know, a knife goes to his throat and he slits it. Then she comes out scared and afraid, hysterically crying, seeing him on the floor bleeding out. She calls for help, acting as if she cares. The friend that was in the car listening on it comes in to get her. She comes out all calm. You know, he's trying to talk to her, trying to, you know, figure out what happened. He sees the suit of her bag. That's what I knew. But at first I was confused. Like, maybe she hired someone to wear the suit, but it was her. It was her who did it. She killed him, but... I wonder how she did it so fast. They're changing in and out of the suit and into her clothes again. I mean, ultimately, she got what she wanted. It's kind of cynical, creepy. Ugh. But I mean, you never know how, you know, evil someone can get. Well, that's it. That's the ending of it. Next week... Or next episode will be about another great movie I've seen. See you then.